Hello, everyone, and welcome to Grip Locked, Foundation Disc Golf's weekly podcast. Hopefully, you can hear me this week. Let me know if we're good. But uh, we're going to start it off a little bit uh, different than we normally would. We're going to go through some of the announcements we were supposed to be doing last week, um, just so that we can kind of fix what went wrong for those of you who didn't hear it on Instagram Live. Uh, so I'll just kind of run through the big parts, and then we'll go into some of the details here as well. Uh, first off, the big announcement was that Paul and Brody are uh, now part owners of Foundation Disc Golf. So, yeah, I was waiting for like a little cheer in the background. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Paul's been an owner since the beginning, if you didn't hear that. And then Brody just joined on. Um, and then something's happened within the last week that we kind of knew was coming down the pipeline. We've talked about it a lot is we've hired our first employee. So officially dubbed Foundation Crew, we have Trevor. Uh, we'll get into more about our history. We played disc golf on uh, Liberty's disc golf team as well for years. I've known Trevor for a long time. We go way back. Um, I think it's going to be really fun. I'm excited to have him on the team. And we'll, we'll get more into some of our stories and stuff like that probably on next week's podcast. Uh, me and Trevor will kind of go down into uh, what's a... Uh, Memory lane. Memory lane. Hey, how do you feel about your uh, your new Discord role? Because that's a big deal. You got um, you got a colored name. Yeah, I'm really excited to get in there and flash the colored name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be in there tonight, hopefully, uh, get on there and answer some questions about you know, who's this nice. imposter that's showing up in these videos. <laughs> and if you go have any idea what we're talking about when we're saying the Discord, I don't know where you've been. You might be living under a rock. I'm not entirely sure. You might have Lyme disease. Who knows? Uh, I do have Lyme disease. You yeah, do. It, got I, it got confirmed. It's <laughs> confirmed. In case anyone was wondering at this point. It is. I got the confirmation, and the medicine works. That's all I'm going to say. So if you think you got bit by a tick or you're feeling bad, go to the doctor, use the medicine, and you'll be fine. Um, <laughs> however, your memory is terrible. <laughs> yeah, we've noticed that. The fogginess is It's not good. Um, but the Discord, so if you want to link to that, I'm sure there's going to be some mods in the chat right now. Um, oh, I can have that pop up too, yeah. There's going to be some mods in the chat that will basically give you some Discord links. I think people are already posting it as well. And we also have Nightbot, Dark Horse Nightbot's in the chat too, hooking it up with some Discord links as well. Um, go check that out. That's really basically a good spot for you to talk to all of us. Um, and that kind of goes into our Patreon tiers a little bit. For those that didn't pay attention to or weren't watching the Instagram Live last week, we kind of went into the Patreon tiers. The big one really is the $5 one. That's going to give you access to a lot of things. Most importantly, tonight, that will give you access to the follow-up. So once we're done here with Grip Locked, we'll open up another live stream uh, that will only be for our $5 Patreons and up. So if you aren't a Patreon, you can go and check that out as well. I think the links will be in the uh, some of the uh, mods. I think you guys can throw some links up in there. So go check that out. We have three tiers. We have Foundation Nation, which is our $5 tier. We have Concrete, which is our $15 tier. And we have Marble, which is our $50 tier. And... Uh, they're going off. They're going off in Discord. That's yeah. all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, the, a, the Patreon chat in Discord might be the place to be. Yeah, it's pretty. It's been popping. I get in there a lot. Yeah. Like, first off, if you're not on Discord, heads up, it's addicting. It's, <laughs> it is. My wife, she's sitting over there. She the other day was at home, and I texted her I'm like, "What have you been doing all day?" She's like, "It's 
be honest with you, I kind of zoned out, and I was just in Discord for five hours, just watching <laughs> watching people talk back and forth. I was like, holy cow. But, I mean, five you're hours. Part, you're, the funniest thing you said is, uh, shout out to Yidimus Maximus. Maximus. Yes, Maximus. Maximus. Shout out to him. The funniest thing you said to me was you're like, Bro, I don't know what happened, but I was just sitting there and I just was reading what Yidis Maximus was doing yeah. during his day. Yeah. And you're like, I couldn't get it up. I was like, what? What, what does it have to do with anything? I could be doing so much right now, but instead I'm just watching Yidis Maximus be like, yo, just got home laying out on my floor right now. Like, well, you know, that's just uh, that's just kind of what happens. That's great. Um, we got a couple of super chats here. Shout out to Chris Neal, Disc Golf, saying, welcome to the Foundation Nation, Paul and Brody. We appreciate it, Chris Neal. And we yep. got... Green T1D saying, when will you guys go to Lake Marshall? I have no idea what that is, so I'll leave it's, that to you guys. I'll say reportedly, because I've never played it, hence the question. The best course in Virginia. That's what I've heard. That's what I haven't been there. How far couple, from here? A couple hours, I think. Two or three. It's a, it's a, little a bit. Future face-off? Yes. It's Northern. Future face-off location? Yeah. I think... Oh. I've heard it is a beast of a course. Yeah, like, difficult. Well, there's two. There's a really, like, championship-level one, and then one that's a little more AM-friendly. But okay. it's definitely a place I want to get out. I've been saying that since we started the channel, basically. Uh, it's just, it's a trip. Yeah, it's the a trip. Hike. It's a trip, and I think, they're, I think they're trying to have some kind of event for us out there. I'm not for sure. Who? What do you mean by us? Touring, touring players. Oh, uh, uh, okay. the big dogs. The big boys. <laughs> They, yeah, okay. That's what I was trying to say. All right, yeah. So Trevor and I will have to find a different kind of play. So Trevor and I will be catting there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, all right, to wrap up on the Patreon situation, uh, the $15 tier, you guys will get discounts for anything you purchase on foundationdiscgolf.com. Uh, that's the big thing there. And then you also on the, oh, $15 tier, you also will have, or marble, sorry, marble tier, you'll also have the ability to jump on and ask a question in the follow-up, and you get your own Patreon disc. Yes. Which we created. We have, have we shared that yet? We shared it with them, yeah. We shared that yeah, with the Patreons? Did. Okay. Yeah. We might even share it to Discord in general. Uh, oh, did we share it to everyone? I don't know. I, we might at have least, shared it to everyone. At least the Patreon chat. So. And we also shared the uh, Dark Claw. The Dark yes, Claw, the Dark yeah. I think, Claw. I think that's only been shared It's only in the on Discord. Discord. Yeah. The Discord is the only people that have seen it, and we're going to keep it that way until we have an <laughs> official drop date. Yeah. If Once we have an official drop date, it'll be announced to the public. But if you're interested in that, Discord's free to join. I know the mods have put um, a lot of uh, links in there. Links in there. Um, you, can, you can just get access to that right away. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, so that's kind of some of the newer stuff we've introduced. The the same general feel of the channel, as you've probably seen over the past uh, few videos, is going to stay the same. Um, Paul and Brody will be in there a little bit more, um, which is going to be super exciting. We did get Brody to play Ripped Revenge. He did fall in love with it, and that will be happening more. So uh, I know <laughs> I that was one of the. Me some I know that was one of the big things that so many people were asking for leading up to leading up to all the announcements. So super super excited. A lot of lot of cool stuff going on right now, and a lot of stuff that we can't tell you about yet, but will be coming soon. And Discord is normally the first to hear about yeah. that. Well, Di after the Patreon. Yeah, Patreon, and Discord. Um, but I think the next thing we want to talk about is actually we got disc golf coming up. Yeah. You do. So, Finally. Paul, you want to you want to lead us in on what's happening? This is yeah, what's happening is what I think Brody has dubbed the DDO. Is that did, no one else is calling it that? Am I the only one? Yeah. Oh no. The dynamic I thought everyone was calling it that. Dynamic Disc Open, I believe is what it's called. It's now it is officially the, the DDO. DDO going forward. Yeah. I I I it's just a better called it DDO. Yeah. But yeah, next week. Next Starting week. next week. Wow. I didn't yeah. realize it was actually that soon. Next week. So, because so. I know y'all are both headed out of town. <laughs> well, I was yeah. supposed to caddy for Paul. 
Yeah, we were. Yeah, there was some stuff happening happening behind the scenes to where Brody was supposed to caddy, and then they're like, "No caddies, but we want a caddy." And then Brody's like, "I'm playing." I was like, "Again, uh, well, <laughs> so you I mean, got in." I, well, yeah, I was on my deathbed. Yeah, he was. He had the line, that, so he's like, "I was on my deathbed," and Paul's like, "Can you caddy for me?" And I'm like, "I think I can walk." Yeah. Oh, 18 holes. Yeah. But I, I was not thinking about playing disc golf. I had to yeah. play disc golf in like a week and a half at that point. And then literally like three days later, you're like, why don't I just play? Yeah, I'm like, I feel good. I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> might as well. I know, but it was full though, right? Did, were you able to sign up or no? I mean, Dark Horse did. Okay. okay. <laughs> I, mean, come on. I, I obviously Dark Horse did. I mean, there's no other way. That was yeah. a fair question. That I mean, it's going to be exciting. We got we got disc golf, actually, tournaments coming up. People already played in a couple tournaments this past couple weeks. Yep. Um, I'm sure a lot of you, I'm, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people watching you ago, are right? playing in some local two tournaments, too. Those are about two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, two weeks yeah. ago. And but, some local tournaments are picking up too, which is great. But yeah, there's some. I mean, there's some, some exciting news behind the DDO um, that I don't know if it's public public yet, but I'm sure in the coming weeks or coming days we'll we'll hear about more. And uh, no, I'm just excited to get out there. And then um, there's also some more pro tours coming up. I don't. Is there anything local? Do you know? Not to. Heard there's nothing. Of. There's nothing, nothing local. here in Virginia. Yet? Not yet. Not no. yet. Not yet. That's okay. why we're putting that one. Not yet. If you're on Showmez. Oh wait, are we allowed to talk about the? Uh, <laughs> can we can we release the the Dark Horse situation coming up or not? You're loud whispering. Yeah, my. <laughs> <laughs> we uh we got some stuff coming down the pipe. I think yeah, that's what, that's we're how trying. We can put it. We're trying. Um, Should be soon. Um, I know local. Uh, some leagues have started back up. I know well, there's the yeah. weekly. Until the flooding happened. Yeah. <laughs> there was like weekly leagues Monday night. Um, I think Thursday night weeklies at Peaks U started back up as well. Mm -hmm. uh, stuff like that, local, just um, yeah. the fun stuff. We can get back to, to feeling normal again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, with the tournaments that have come up, we did see a few different things. Uh, and I was actually, if you hadn't seen it, I was on the Nick and Matt show. Different okay. podcast. Nick Carl, a good friend of mine, and Matt Graham, head of uh, Kids Disc Golf. Um, I was on their show, and they asked me this question. And I immediately thought, I want to get y'all's opinion. Um Trevor, you're included in y'all. All right. Uh, <laughs> I want to get everyone's opinion on this because in the Tennessee States, we saw Chris Dickerson pop off, right? And he shot a 19 under par. Okay. So 18 holes. 18 holes, It yeah. wasn't like – because sometimes they're like 19 under and they're like, it was 36 holes. Yeah, no, 19, 19 under, 18 holes. Yeah. I believe it was five eagles during these 18 holes. Yeah. So I, I know on that course it's Real a pretty – Real quick, shout out to Derek. Thanks oh, for yeah. the five bucks. Appreciate it. No, no Corona for me. Only Lyme. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think it's an obvious statement that the course par was soft on that course. But I think it opens up a different question of, in general, is disc golf par too soft? I know it's a really broad question, but it's coming from an area of, if I'm Nike looking in and I see players shooting, you, you know, averaging 15 under to win a tournament, does that make disc golf look silly? You want to go? Yeah, I mean, I think it is a little bit soft. They have the same dilemma all the time in ball golf where actually their dilemma is the equipment gets too good and then they have to make the courses ridiculously mm -hmm. hard, especially like the USGA. Uh, and then they're kind of finding that balance between, okay, do we want to see guys make a ton of birdies or do we want to see them grind out and try to shoot even par? I think there's definitely a balance. You know, Personally, I'd like to see scores come in, like good scores come in, like half the holes are birdies you know like a nine yeah. under yeah like i mean 18 under yeah i mean this guy i guess did that <laughs> a couple times and like that's it's definitely makes the news but it shouldn't be the regular like 19 under at a state tournament like that 
at soft. And usually I think it's the par fours are a little too soft for the guys that have huge arms. Exactly. And that's when you just have to adjust it. Well, 59, it, 59 and 58, I think, might be the lowest score ever on the PGA Tour. Which is by yeah. anyone? 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 It's the, anyone? Anyone? He's got is a weird it? swing. He's got a. Oh, Furyk. Oh, yeah, Furyk. Yeah, oh, yeah. Also, only Heck. so only person has a. I think he's the only person has a fifty-eight. Chat can correct me, but only person has a fifty-eight, and he also has a fifty-nine too, yeah. which is insane. Um, which is like four, 58 is fourteen under. Yeah. But I think it was on a seventy-one. It was seventy-one. So I think it was thirteen under. Mm-hmm. So that's 13 under par is the lowest of okay. all time. And we're yeah. disc golf, you got to average higher, better yeah. than that, lower than that. Sometimes, even yeah. Paul's going out and averaging 15 under on most courses. Yeah. I think too. So though, it's like, like yeah, like what I mean, what are you figuring thinking? out how to make the course difficult without it being just not even entertaining? Because like, a like surface act. for instance, in ball golf, yeah. you can make the fairways narrower, but you know, obviously in disc golf, the fairway situation is different. Like to make the course more difficult, you can add length. Uh, and then obviously obstacles and OB, but once it, I think it's a little bit more tricky in disc golf to make a course difficult uh, and kind of find that balance. So that's kind of where they have yeah. to work Dude, on do it. Do we talk about our dark horse idea? Which sand, one? The sand. Oh, oh, sand. The sand. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll let Paul yeah. give his answer, and then I'll bring that back up. Yeah. You want to bring so, up the sand? I'll bring right. up the sand. I don't pink know what sand? you're about. Yeah, pink, pink sand. Pink sand. So. Yeah, I mean, I think I think some courses like the one if you if you looked at the stats, the length of the holes, they were not par four lengths. I think some were like 430 feet, 450, 470, which is reachable by, I would say, 98 percent of top you I know, think top the, players. The tough part with some of it, because I I'm trying to remember this course. I've watched coverage of it. I think the tough part comes in. It's like 445 foot par four, yep. but it might be a par reach. four shape if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. So it might be like a Chris Dickerson. I haven't seen footage of his round, but it could have been something where he threw a ridiculous D6, like, anti-flex cut to weird roll that happened to get lucky. Yeah, but I don't think there's any place in the sport where 430 feet should be a part four. Regardless of shape, woods. Yeah. I mean, then you're then you're getting to that, uh, you need some hard that part gimmicky three. stuff. Yeah, make yeah. it a hard part three. You yeah. know, do figure something out. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know the course that it was on, but anytime it's 430 feet, like, it's it should not be... It should not be a part four, yeah. and I, I mean I know he had five eagles, so apparently they're I don't I don't I wish I had the stats, but I don't think any of them were like I don't think any of them were above six hundred. Yeah, why are you pulling up the stats? I don't think anywhere above six hundred feet. Dylan Brindle, thank you for the ten dollars. Busting loose at the Roost Tourney in Gordonsville next Thursday. Busting loose there at the Roost. Using my Brody signed America Buzz for my first amateur tourney. Hashtag. Hashtag Lime Brothers, praying for it all <laughs> as you grow the sport. Dylan, appreciate it, man. Get wow. on that doxy. And we got Bio in the chat with a $5 hashtag, Blame the Tick. There you go. Coming Blame soon, the by the way. Blame the Tick. Yeah, we got Come. some. Whoa. I didn't know that was a secret. Okay. Yeah. So back to what you were saying, because um, I can't get these stats up. I don't all know right. where they're at. He had a but, lot of dark blues, which I believe yeah, are Eagles. They at are. least four. Yeah, but I, I mean, it, it just is like. One is not a tour course, which there's not many courses, I think, that are more dif- difficult than the ones that we have to play when we're mm-hmm. on tour. And that's kind of why those stops have become those stops. Um, so I so is know. it like a PGA Tour, like a tournament going to like just some run-the-mill country club and they're playing from like the white tees? Is that kind of like the equivalent of like... It, yeah, some of these tournaments are not from the hardest holes, I believe, as yeah. well. They're not playing the hardest layout. They could be playing, like, so, like they might play this one course twice to where they played the red one round and then the white one round or whatever, the short and long. Mm-hmm. So 
I know they mixed, and I think they played a lot of courses for that tournament. Wasn't the it biggest, four? I don't know it was four courses. That's four why I didn't go. Like the pros I, played four? I was thinking about going, and then I realized it was you play four courses. I'm like, I don't have any time to try it. But I think the biggest issue that disc golf is going to have is you got to somehow make putting more difficult. That and what, I, like <sighs> you got to have something to where it's like if you don't lay up in a certain spot and, and some of like the USDGC holes yep. have that to where you have to put your layup in a certain yep. spot or you do not have a good look at a putt even if you're 20 feet away. That's exactly what I was going to say. We don't have is, that is in a lot of courses. A lot of the courses we play it's like all right, I need to put this close to the basket. Circle like one. that's my that's just my goal. Circle one. You just have to worry about trying to bird it. Yep. Bird it. You're not playing a position shot, you're not, you know, trying to get yourself if it's a par 4, you're just attacking the basket and scramble from there and you birdie. Yeah. You know, and, so And not that not that you would probably ever have this mentality and I think top pros don't have this mentality either, but like in in golf and in disc golf, but how many times are you realistically on a hole and you're thinking to yourself, I could bogey this. Not, or or I could double bogey this. Unless there's OB or water, like if that unless there's like an OB line or water. There's no moment on a hole where you're like, I, I can't go in the rough. So speaking of like these hazards you just brought up, what is this sand idea yes. that you were okay. just talking about? All right. Stay with me here. Okay. If you have to throw a 500-foot shot, yeah. okay, most people at the top level can do that. Or let's say four. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> we have a, we have a 960-960 battle coming soon because our ratings are roughly the same yeah. right now. So it's going to be I'm going to get smacked. Stay, I already know. Stay, it's coming. <laughs> stay tuned to that. Stay tuned. But 400 feet. We can all throw 400 feet on our, yeah. on our good days. Yeah. On our good days. Yeah. On our good days. Yeah, yeah. On our good days. <laughs> yeah. um, can you throw 400 feet in a sand trap? Like if I'm throwing sand. from sand? Running or you're, sand stuff? You're oh. Either. Either. You're in soft sand. To the foot. No. Can you throw 400 feet? No. <laughs> so you're saying like... So then Paul's on the tee and 370 feet out, there's a giant sand trap. Rollers now? Are you able to just chuck rollers and not have to worry about it? So now you're on the tee and you're instead of just thinking... You have to throw a shot. Okay, so is the the answer though sand or something of that nature? I mean, it's better than just putting random flags everywhere that no one can see. And then (laughs) Paul throws a great shot and they go, oh, that's OB. And you're like, what? Yeah. Okay, Where well, if you throw my question. So if you throw a <laughs> shot and you throw it in the sand, everyone watching goes, "Ooh." Yeah. Yeah. He's in so, the sand. Like it's, yeah. it's everyone knows. So like I I've seen things like this on courses that we've played to where it's not actually sand, but they'll leave like a t- if you just have like a let's say a, a 50 foot wide fairway just wide open grass field, they'll leave chunks of grass to where it grows up to like 3 or 4 feet and kind of have some bushes. That's tough too. To where yeah, it's exact it's in the middle of the fairway. But it's kind of like an obstacle you kind of don't want to land in. That. That's tough. The only thing I don't like about that, it's Ticks? tick and chigger heavy. <laughs> it depends on where. It depends on where it is. Spray the courses. Depends on where it is. We have that the technology. True. That's true. <laughs> if it's uh, in Texas, you're good. One thing that I like though. Shout out real quick to yeah. Panda Stud. Twenty dollar. What a name. Donation. What boys? <laughs> I think I said that right. You did. With it's a B O I S. Someone um, said sand is expensive. Uh, Bro, it's called a beach. <laughs> um, infinite sand one thing would it be if we brought sand traps in right because in golf what is it first off what's the rule in golf for sand traps obviously one of you two would know this well it depends it. it depends on where the sand is but yeah if it's if it's considered a sand trap you cannot ground your club which all, 
automatically makes it a little bit difficult. You yeah. have to hover. Most people like to keep their club on the ground. Yeah. yeah. Um, but other than that, uh, there's no real well, difference. Well, the other but thing is with, you know, ball golf, you have to consider you're actually down in a sand trap. Like, would that be something with your idea, too? I would love that. Oh, yeah, actually, have a little little that changes. Have a little you, lip. You know, yeah. even if they have a standstill shot, if they have to throw from, like, you know, three feet down, you know, that makes a I huge mean, difference. I mean, think about it. Everyone freaks out when all of a sudden a basket is elevated. Yeah. yeah. Why? It's different. Because it's harder. That, so, that's why people freak out because it, it's, it's harder to make it. And if you miss, you're going to be penalized. Yeah. So, like, if, if you're playing on a course, for example, that doesn't necessarily have the contours of being able to put it on a hill or put it on a ridge or do something like that, we got to come up with different ways of making, and I think, you know, putting like the mozzarella sticks on that one hole where they're just like, hey, this hole's a little bit too easy. What can we do? To have something set up to where if you throw right of the basket, you actually have to now throw a really good putt to make. See, yeah. I disagree with that one. Well, I think those are too close to yeah. the basket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mozzarella, the mozzarella sticks, sticks are debatable. I don't think, I they're don't debatable, think... but I'm saying like, I don't on think... courses that you, that you don't have the natural ability, you either have to decide two things. We're not playing on this course because it's too easy. Like fountain, right? A lot of people are talking about fountain right now. They being, could use some mozzarella sticks. Yeah, fountain being too easy, right? Um, it's cause more because of the length there, but yeah. And you and you can't you can't like rely on wind. You yeah. can't say, oh, this course is really hard in the wind. I mean, it should be well, really hard and then really hard in the wind. That's what happened at Waco. Like everyone talked about Waco, the beast is being a really hard course, and I went down there and I was like, what? What's so hard about this mm-hmm. course? You know, and it could have been because I mean, the practice. Shoot, yeah, you did shoot. Well, it could have been because the practice, <laughs> the practice, good. the also, practice days were kind of calm. Could be that you're the best player in the world. That well, could be the side thing, but. But keep I going. mean, from all the other courses I yeah, played, I didn't course. show up there and be like, "Why? Why is this talked about so much?" Is it just the wind? The wind is a big part of it. So because the open holes are the easiest holes. Yeah. So. Yeah, if, they're very eagleable. Yeah, so if it's windy out there, those open holes all of a sudden become difficult because there are some OB shots, there's some mandos, it becomes a little more difficult. But you can eagle every par four on that back. Yeah, you can. So my issue with, and I know you weren't exactly saying the mozzarella sticks by himself, but anything artificial like that is, I think it turns disc golf into a little bit too gimmicky. But if you look at golf, sand traps are artificial. artificial. Sand traps, fine. Everything's artificial. Okay, but imagine golf. You gotta like it'd be like mini golf. You gotta chip it through the clown's mouth to get it onto the green. No, no, yeah. no, no. You gotta think think about it this way. They manipulate the grass. Yes. And the green. See, yeah. I think that right? from a viewer perspective looks better. Oh, it definitely does. So I if mean, we can figure that out with disc golf, versus we're putting up a they manipulate they manipulate the greens too they and how they the shape slopes, and stuff the slopes, the slopes and where they put harder. the pin. So it's just harder to do in a tasteful way in disc golf. Yeah, without right. it looking too artificial. So then yeah. is so I think well first off one question I had I want to get some feedback on the sand trap that you brought up I like the idea in general. It's the best idea so far. We're just gonna have. But do some... we? I almost <laughs> like though if you're in the sand trap, you have to throw a standstill or something along. That was Paul's along. idea. But then to make it easier for like I'm a TD. Let's say that I have this wide open hole at, let's say that um hole, 16 to Fallen Creek. It's wide open. You just crush a shot out there. You're gonna be. You're gonna have yeah. a birdie. Yeah. Okay. What do you think of staking I'm off? Trying of, to remember what sixteen. <laughs> I got you. What I you played think, it like twice. <laughs> what do you think of like staking off an area if I can't bring sand in? Well, that's staking off an area that's a standstill only area. So you want to avoid that. It's a hazard. That's why I said it looks gimmicky when you just have a bunch of flat. Yeah. That's weird. The, the, so the sand is a better yeah. look. My, my thing too though is let people try to run up and throw in the sand. It's going to be hard. It's not, it's, I'm talking about soft sand. You're thinking like, 
You're thinking like I'm uh, thinking Virginia yeah, Poplar Forest like, Court. No, sand. I'm talking I'm talking like soft beach volleyball, sprain an ankle, tear an ACL sand. So there's another yeah. issue is the liability there. No, there's no, no liability there. Please sit it's down. Like, it's like saying you're Look throwing a wet grass. Yeah. If if people are worried about liability, these te- some of these T pads on these courses are terrible. Some T D should be worried about liability with that. That's why you need to have insurance. You gotta have oh, liability man. waivers beforehand. It's gonna be that guy right now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right. just saying, you got you gotta think through. Don't these go things. to the sand trap. There you go. Valid. But as as the pro tour, because I would imagine <laughs> this is something the pro tour implements. You know, if, if anyone's gonna implement it, it's not the PDGA making every no. single play. It's the pro tour they saying, have to, yeah. in order to be a pro tour level course, we need to come in and you have to raise your standard to this guideline. If it's a wide open hole, we need to do X, Y, and Z. Then I think an uh, organization that big has to ask the liability question. Uh, I don't think we have to talk about it. I'm just saying. Artificial fans around the green. Artificial oh, fans. Gosh. Absolutely Sh- not. Shout out to Chad in the Discord for artificial fans. <laughs> just like massive well, hurricane-sized right fans. Oh, those kind of fans. Yeah, like the okay. massive ones where you just got a 40-mile-an-hour okay. wind right in your face. I thought you were saying because we're COVID right now, yeah, we have to put fake fans oh, out Oh, fake? Oh, like the, like, the yeah. Japanese baseball games yes. yeah. where they're just like cardboard people. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that could work too. I mean, that would be terrifying staring at a bunch of cardboard people. So, <laughs> so we talked about making putting harder. We brought up the mozzarella sticks. And any type of gimmick like that, I'm 100% against. Elevated baskets. What about elevated baskets? Elevated baskets I'm okay with, but yeah. what about smaller baskets? Tinier. Yeah, like the El Guapo you have at your house, sure. the Marksman, I think DGA Shift, I think, has a. You gotta make putting it's, harder. It's just the interchains. You gotta make putting harder. Well, I, I mean, I don't like the just the interchains. Okay, you I just think, like smaller baskets. I think it should be small. I mean, the basket was invented for Frisbees, yeah. not discs. Yeah. So it was, Wait, invented, was it really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was Frisbee golf. Yeah. So these baskets that well, we put on... Why is it so hard? Because it is actually really hard to throw a Frisbee and make it in there. Well, they well, were single they, chains they, back they then. changed up now. If you only had softer. one set of light chains yeah. on the outside, uh, a lot the, easier. The, okay. the chain design changed, but the shape didn't. Yeah, the so it's still the, the same. same size. So mm. our baskets should be the size for discs. Like, that's what it should be. I'm not saying let's make it smaller because I want it smaller. It's like it was made for Frisbee, so where's our baskets that were made for discs? It's like basketball players playing with a hula hoop-sized basket. Exactly. I agree that that would definitely be the easiest fix for, like, you know, making it a bit more difficult. I think where that could be an issue, obviously, like, catching putts, it's not really going to be a big problem. I mean, spit-outs aren't a huge issue, I don't feel like. But, like, you know, the thing about the things that get on ESPN are, like, the aces and, yeah. like, the more exciting, like, you know, Philo throwing, like, the albatross shot. And, like, sure. are those going to be catching as often on a smaller basket? I mean, well, I don't think it'll be catching. If you go with the single chains, like the El Guapo or whatever, that's not the answer yeah. for a smaller basket. You know, the whatever the other one is that's Gateway, the Bullseye, that's not the answer. That's not the answer for a smaller basket. You need something that's smaller that catches just as good, if not better, than what we have now. Yeah. Justin but, Ross says, Idlewild. Plus sand equals I quit. Hashtag blame the tape. Idlewild, y'all could disagree with me here. Idlewild, I don't think you had a touch. I think that thing's difficult enough. I I don't remember. I've played it <laughs> twice. I've played it twice, and I feel like I always start out well, but then the weather, there's some kind of turn in the weather oh, every weather time. Oh, weather was horrible the year I went with Every you. time, yeah. I haven't played it on, like, with good weather. Good That's weather? True. Yeah. Um, but with the basket, last thing I'm going to say, yeah. you got to make it to where even the best in the world... I'm on the edge of my seat at a 20-footer. Yeah. But yeah. is that going to lower the entertainment value of disc golf? No, it's going to no, increase. It's going to mean more. Well, and the, the issue every, is, every, like, I think it's to what Trevor had said, of the throw-ins, but also the 
Throw-ins are so random no, already. The sixty-footers, the fifty-footers. But half of, half of those aren't even half though. of those aren't even captured. We have one camera crew out there filming yeah. filming one crew. That's so true. you hear about them, but they're not even captured. So let's not let's not worry about people acing and no yeah. one's having a video. Let's at least make it to where when you're filming, and uh, you know, let me throw out a name: Dark Horse Chris Clemens. Okay, lefty okay. throws it to twenty-three feet. It's a formality. It's a birdie. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna make a birdie. And if he misses, everyone goes, dang, that's bad. Versus, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like a, it's a really bad thing. Versus yeah. when someone misses a free throw, you it's not this instant like, oh, God, that guy sucks at shooting, right? Now, if he goes to the line, he's at 40%. If it's a shack on the line, there's yeah. a good question. But if it's like, if it's, you know, a, de- a decent free throw shooter is what, 78, 80, like low yeah. 80s, I think is like yeah. probably average. Yeah. I mean, what do you think the average is for the top tour guys at 20 feet? It should high be like 90s. high nineties. High nineties. Yeah. If they miss a one in the round, it's bad. Yeah. So we gotta make it to where, we gotta make it to where it's a little bit more, a little bit more like, let's yeah. put some sweat on your hands. Yeah. So the follow up question with that as well is, how is that implemented? Is it the the pro it's, tour? Like it's got to be pro tour. It's got to be pro tour. They gotta have a set of baskets. No, they gotta have a set of baskets. The bottom's gonna have to switch too. They're gonna have to have a set of baskets that travel to. Mm. The courses. I mean, they I like bring that. all this equipment. Why not bring 18, 20 baskets, whatever they need for practice, too? And they're at those courses. So does that So does that alone solve all of the PAR issues? Or do you think it's also the Pro Tour needs to well, come in to no, we still, come in? I, still need, still we still, need some, we still but, need some shots to have to be made off but, the tee. But think about it. Like, all of a sudden, you know, Fountain Hills being super oh. easy. Now what? Now you're putting at the water yep. from 30 feet. A, and you're making yeah. 75% instead of 95%. Yep. The scores aren't going to be... a lot more layups. Another sure. thing that I had thought of uh, that could be a... I think this is a collab, like a multiple solution to the same thing. You need to all come together to make it all work. Um, is the Pro Tour needs to adjust par. I think they do it somewhat. But I think in general, even like A tiers probably should be for pros. Well, I mean, I don't think we go to a course and go by the rec par. Like well, that's what I, I'm like for. I yeah. think Tennessee State's to I go think, back to that that example. They played by the same. That's, I know, but, yeah, but it was an A tier. That's why I think. I think. I think that's like three thousand A tiers a year. Yeah, I think. I think A tier is not PGA Tour. Like yeah. if we're if we're like judging it to the to golf, uh, an A tier is is you know a local event. Yeah. But what about when? Because I'm thinking if I'm uh, we the part that was brought up and I'm trying to remember the exact wording was basically like I'm picturing in golf you have every course has the women's tees then like the am tees yes. and they well, have normally, they normally, normally, I would say every course but uh, I, I would say most, most courses have three three I would say would be the least that you'll see on Sometimes most courses yeah. and then five would be probably the average so what I was thinking was like in disc golf right um, people were t- the question that was brought up on the Nick and Matt show that kind of led to this side was they were talking about how they didn't want anything to make disc golf harder because it made them feel good when they could go out and shoot like a 10 or 11 down. Well, that's fine. Yeah, but that's fine. The, the question I brought up was, does that remove the motivation? Because like then if I go out, I can go to Peaksview Park and I can shoot a but 12 to 15 down all day. It's, so then, all, it's all perspective. It's exactly. all perspective because right now in golf, if you go – like no one in golf is going out. Like if you're not on the PJ Tour, you're not going out going, I'm going to shoot 10 under today. Yeah. You're, go, you're trying. If you're good – you're yeah. trying to shoot even. That's what I'm 70s, saying. Yeah. It's relative. Relative. So it's perspective. Right now, because all these guys go out and shoot 16, 17s, 10 under is what these people are trying to go out and shoot. But I'm saying, if I go to a course where I can shoot a 16 under, does that make 
you're playing, you're less playing, than three. You're like, playing mini golf. Yeah, I'm playing at like a par three course. I'm playing whatever. Yeah. Or but I'm even a par three like, course is hard course. though. Or yeah. even even just a, a I can go out and shoot under par on most courses. Does that make it less impressive when Paul goes out or less impressive to me as an am and less impressive to sponsors to see am pulling 10, 12 under. Well, they're not and shooting They're not shooting 10 under par on the courses we're yeah, playing. Yeah. If you send them out to Waco, they're not going to shoot 10 under. Yeah. yeah. I'm just or saying. Idlewild. I think I can't phrase what's going on in my head. Because I'm thinking, like, if I go if out to go any to... golf course mm-hmm. and I can shoot even from the white tees, mm-hmm. I have a goal in my head still because I have the blue tees behind me. You see what I'm saying? Whereas yeah, in disc golf, your, if the only course your... near me and I have no other reference point, I've never played out of wild. I've seen it on camera. I don't know but how that, hard it is. But that's fine. Like, what's the golf course here? You play Poplar? Yeah. And you're saying you shoot 70s, 80s, whatever yeah, you said? Yeah, but I'm playing from the white tees. I still have the but blue tees But you're not going to go to Ivy yeah, Hills not, and shoot 70s or 80s or whatever. But I'm saying it's that. taken away if I never... I mean, should there be more tee boxes? Yes. If that's, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> is that what you're asking? Um, should there be more tee boxes? Yeah. I'm saying when... Course designers go out there. Should they have that in mind? Yes. Of the, we need tee boxes. Two. We need harder. They should have parts. at least two. I think or you can. And, and a pro. If you if can. You can't right? I don't do think that. you can on all of them. Not on all. Yeah. Exactly. But if, if you if, can't, is the answer an am par and a pro par? Is my question. I think that's what I was getting to. Oh, okay. If you if you only have the budget to one par or one tee pad per hole, is the answer we have an am par and a pro par so that you have a goal. So I can go out there on the course and I can shoot 10 down as an am, but, and then I'm like, okay, well, now if I want to really compete, I need to be able to shoot 10 down as a pro. If I think a lot of courses... Why don't you just have it pro? Like, I, why, well, did, why would you even have the am par? Well, why I even have like, white tees? I think a lot of courses well, have implemented that. Well, white tees make it easier. White, white tees make it relative. easier. Yeah, par, the par thing... Because like, that's the thing. is like If someone comes to me in golf and says... I Like, ball golf, and says, I shot four under, I know... That it was either four under on a seventy, a seventy-one, or a seventy-two. Yeah. If someone says I shot four under in disc golf, there's just too many variations. How many holes did you play? Did you play eighteen? Did you play twenty-four? Yeah. You know, is 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 it a soft par of where you know, there's too many variations. We need to make it to where I think it's just more universal. Where it's just like Paul goes out to a course and he's gonna shoot, he's gonna shoot seven under. And you're going to go out to that course, and you're going to shoot three over. Yeah. And there's no, like, well, I shot oh, I shot five under on the amateur par. It's like, no, just make it simplified. And if you want to, I mean, if you want to make it easier, and there's not an extra tee, like, no, extra tee, just throw clo- closer, right? Like, I mean, just make your own tee. People do that. I mean, Alex Clark has that. They have, they have the normal tees, and then they have gold tees to where they just have it set up to where, like, the goals are way harder. I don't know. That's kind of my thought. We do have we we do have two uh, super chats here. One from Chris Neal again. Use that crappy basket Hunter has <laughs> on the other side of the wall. It doesn't grab anything. He may remember the Patreon challenge from a few weeks back. I do remember that. And then Adam Scott Howard says, "Why don't they have a disc limit just like golf has a club limit?" That's uh-uh. a good question, Paul. Would making building your bag for tournaments make it be way more important well the, i think the big argument here is in golf you have your clubs which you're not going to lose or break unless you intentionally do it yeah and your golf balls you might lose them once in a while into water but yeah. where i mean you combine those to where you can lose it can get stuck in a tree mm-hmm. or it could break like where do you put that limit it would have to be pretty generous it'd I be think. like 20 to 25 
Yeah. I mean, is anyone going higher than that? Is anyone There's rocking a, uh, 40 discs yeah. out there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are, there still still players? Are there still players that do that? Yeah. Yeah. Like the stroller? I think I think yeah. Dickerson has a bunch. I think even oh, yeah. Dickerson carries like and, uh, 30 Someone something. on Discord posted a, f- a photo of a stroller, and it was like a crate, and yeah. it must have 50 discs yeah. in there. That's, that's how the guy rolls. I know Lance Brown. But... Yeah, he fills his side pockets. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, here's the thing. They won't even check the disc, so they're not the going to do a limit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're not going to... There's no way it's going to so get So that's something that kind of surprised me, is when a disc gets PDGA approved... It doesn't. Yeah, yeah it doesn't. It, a mold gets PDGA approved. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was about to say. A mold gets yeah. PDGA approved. They never test the plastic. No. So if I send it in in G-Star... What do you mean by test the plastic? They don't like test Like, they have the, the stiffness the test. It has to pass oh, the stiffness, stiffness test. They leave it up to the manufacturers. They don't do anything with... Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't so test there's, it. I send in this one prototype. You test it, you approve it. You can make then it in whatever heck you want. they send it back to me, I want. can make it out of brick. Yeah. <laughs> as long <laughs> I, as it's in the same mold. Yeah, as long as I use this PDGA-approved mold... They won't there's test no, it. There's no standard. Yep. There's a standard set, like the max weight this this can be is 175. But if you make it in 185, they're not going to do anything about it. What are they going to do? So I think, okay, so this is what I think. You guys let me know what your thought. PJ Tour, I don't think they check everyone's clubs. I don't think they do. I think if you get called out, yep. then they'll check. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they but won't. They won't, they won't. You won't show up and have someone check all your clubs because no. I think there is stuff going on behind the scenes. Yep with the manufacturers so what if there was something where pdga could just say at any point could come in and say let me grab these three destroyers they won't check because they say they don't have the equipment to check at every tournament no 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 no. i'm saying going to the manufacturers okay because i don't think Uh, i don't think the pga tour i don't think they uh i don't think usga checks at tournaments unless someone says hey this guy's driver looks weird, or some mm, this yeah. guy, whatever. They won't, yeah. I'm saying I think it all happens on the back end. It does not happen on the back end. It, not for no, this golf, but I think yeah. for, oh, I think okay. for golf it does. Yeah. I yeah. think they go to Callaway and they say, "Hey, let me test your drivers," yeah. and they're like, "Okay, this is approved. You can start making them." And then I think they probably randomly test throughout the year to make sure nothing funky's happening. Changed, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Why don't they do something like that where the PGGA can literally just show up at Discraft and say. Let me see that soul. There's a lot. I'm gonna test it. Yeah. And, it, and if it's wrong, if it's not right, there should be some sort of consequence. You would think a fine yeah. something. I mean, has anybody ever been suspected of kind of? There's been issues I before. Yeah. Paul, every time I play with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. I mean, weights. I guess that could be. Weights were a big one. We even um, I won't say the mold or anything, but we we had <laughs> we had a few discs that we picked up and we knew were too heavy. Say the mold. We weighed them. Say the people mold. in disc golf know the mold in the run. <laughs> it was mold. recent. They know the mold in the run. We tested them. We actually had to email people. We you know this was probably a step we didn't have to take. But we emailed the people and said, hey. You know, we're actually going to send this to the PGA, PDGA to, like, get tested. Uh, we can still send it to you, but it's not PDGA legal. This, Everyone wanted it. This, this driver, <laughs> like, just send it anyway. We are like, this driver's 180, so just a heads up. It's not legal by any means. it's a driver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I said, people in the know at disc golf. I'll get to the bottom of this. People in the know at disc golf know the ex- Someone will probably spoil it in the chat. They know the exact mode I'm talking about. They're like, about. I got it. They're like, yeah, I'm the guy you emailed. <laughs> But, so I mean, do we think that's a good idea though? Is like there's so yeah, much that they could idea. do. I mean, I think we should. Like, well, I'm just gonna go pro tour for example. I think at the beginning of the whatever your first pro tour is, you give them your discs, check these, make sure they're legal, weigh them, do all this, stamp them. Because I still have discs that I got stamped from Japan Open in 2013, 2014. Do they stamp on the bottom? Yeah, they stamp on the bottom. Okay. 
and it's still on there. The ink is still on the disc so to then, where it's legal weight-wise. Super collectible, too. And True. then... And then it's still there, and then you just give them your backups, too. Like, these are what I brought with me. Check them. I fear I might lose these. Make sure they're spec. And then you have them for however long you plan. But I, I think there's a few issues. Like, well, then, you did say backups, so that covers the first thing I'm going to bring up. But second thing, like, I can go play a Pro Tour right now. So you're going to test. Well, that's Who are you problem. testing? That's you, a problem. Yeah. I, first that's off, another, I that's be, another problem. Yeah, it's a whole different but bag of worms. But if you once, implement it now. Once all my discs are done, you're not going to see me again. Yeah, unless year. unless you lose Why one, and then what if you as lose, long as they have the stamp. What yeah. if you drop a? And then maybe I'll be like, what you call it? Oh, midway like through the year, well then he would. Well then he would bring in my five that I have. Yeah, he would go the to the yeah, tournament. You're do that and, for all three hundred. I mean, they probably see no, no, a thousand once, players. Once you're done, you're once done. you're stamped, you're in. But I'm saying you're, that's a logistical nightmare. I feel like take out the other player packs for some of these pro tour things. No, we don't. No, no, no. Uh, I mean, they do have these things where you just go for an hour and sit there and they talk about a bunch of stuff. Players meeting, they can do it right there at yeah. the same time. They do a players meeting thing, which, let's That's be honest, hour... how much how much actually gets accomplished Nothing. in that. Nothing. So cancel the players meeting, use that hour of, Check hey, in. this is your window, have 20 volunteers with little scales and or whatever. Or you do it all week, yeah. Yeah, There's... and you have you have all time to come in and get them checked. And Literally, guess what? all you, you do, put it, stamp, done, yeah. next. And, and you if, you don't have five, if you don't have five minutes to do it, guess what? You shouldn't be a professional athlete. It's not that hard. You're not cutting uh, weight. Do you want to do it at, if you ever run a tournament? We you want to cut weight? <laughs> you want to see how hard it is to cut 20 pounds in two think, days? I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think players would have a problem. Yeah. I, I just think that at, from a pro tour doing that. There's 10 events. 10 events. This year. Are you going to do it in Re Silver Series next year? Are you going to do it like, how far does it go? I think once the well, tour card... I don't think card, you're going to do it at C tier. I think a tour card needs to be implemented for the Pro Tour, first off. Mm -hmm. And okay. I think that needs to be a part of getting your to pro tour card, first thing off. Okay. So I think that, you know, there's 120 tour cards. So it works even... You qualify for to get your tour... Those are the only people that can play in Pro Tours. That's where I think the sport yeah. needs to go. don't know if y'all sure. agree with me there. No, yeah. I don't think anyone there disagrees. There is zero chance that I should play a Pro Tour. Yeah. Okay. I can't go I can't go play in the Masters. Well they're slowly well, they're slowly Have you ever tried to qualify? I think No. <laughs> okay. I think I think uh I mean change is hard in anything. No one likes change. So I think they're slowly making it to where you have to have a higher and higher skill level to play in those tournaments. Yeah. I think if they literally just came out this year and were like, unless you're above a thousand ten you're not playing, I think people would freak out. I don't yeah. think rating's the so, answer. So for an... Well, it's I'm, not. I'm yeah, going, we don't have anything else I'm going right back now. to the stamps real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many, I do this super chat how, many discs, how many discs do you think Nate Doss would have stamped for the last eight years? Oh, a lot. Hundreds. Yeah. You think? No, actually, probably not. Uh, Nate, Nate Doss? Doss? No, like... I bet you... Like I bet you I bet is this the chat right now? I bet you says seven. Like... Now that I think through it, Nate Doss is probably like... This challenge Probably 40 in the last 10 years, I would say. Yeah. So there's some guys that aren't going to be stamping that much. No. I guess Dicker, that's true. Dickerson, I doubt he's ever switched his that's probably since true he started. So, so you're saying like, once you do you, like once they once do Once it's got yours, the stamp, you're might good. Be one or two new ones a year. Well, I mean, maybe like, maybe more than that. It's a cranberry citrus. I don't know. It's it's a hunter. We do have a super chat from Dylan good and Brindle. He says, now that I'm back from deployment, I wanted to extend an offer to the four of y'all for an unlimited sponsorship. Of free meals when I relaunch my meal prep company in Lynchburg next month. I'm down for and meal prep. Right. That sounds. <laughs> I mean, I might have to move up here. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds. Yeah, Paul's getting. You some can dirty warm looks. them up for me. Paul's getting some dirty looks from Hannah in the background saying, "We can claim it's my yours." Well, I, well, speaking of food, I think this is a perfect time to segue. All right, so. 
So this is uh, this is something that Paul uh, Paul came up with this, and I think it's a fantastic idea. Okay, you have to name your favorite food that you like. Okay, like a food that you I guess it's that favorite. It's a food that you really enjoy that you like that nobody else does. Not many people. And yeah. then you have to name something that everyone else loves and likes, but you don't. Who's going first? I'll, I mean, I'll start with one that I like. No it'll, be, well, it'll be interesting to see what you guys, if you guys like it too. We'll see. Okay. Black licorice. Oh, I hate yeah. black Gosh, licorice. I like no? Black licorice. I hate black licorice. Yeah? yeah. You're in? Yeah. All right, all right. I don't know why. Growing up, I always loved the smell of gasoline. You're going <laughs> to... And... <laughs> that just... Comes... Well, hold on. This what? just went dark fast. <laughs> no, I did. Makes like, sense. If I went to... If my, if my mom needed to fill up the gas <laughs> tank as a kid... Out. He rolls his window and, down. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, someone didn't do a good job head of, like, out the filling up their gas tank, and there's some spilled on the ground. It was just, like... It was, it was nice. <laughs> and black licorice, honestly... Kind of smells like gasoline. You're gonna love Finland. Is I'm it all gasoline? I like it for a different reason. <laughs> black reason. Black just liquor. Tastes like Can black liquor. Oh, just everywhere. everywhere. Everything, every candy, every ice cream, oh every drink no. is Gosh. black liquor. Dude, if flavor. Swedish fish came out in black licorice, that's <laughs> <laughs> no. They have black licorice Swedish fish. What? That's the worst thing I've heard of. Bro. Okay, I can't say words. I feel I'm like, blowing my mind I feel right like I have now. to get it on the record that I like black liquors and I don't enjoy the smell of gasoline. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Probably a good one to I'm clear up I'm not trying here. to protect my name. <laughs> so, I honestly, this is a tough one for me. Because I'm like, I, okay, if you ever heard Chris Dickerson's nickname, Robot Chicken? Are, is there something yeah. where you like, like, like four yeah, foods? Is there <laughs> that you and Chris Dickerson have going on that you want to announce to the world? Because you pull up his name a lot. No, I'm just, Chris Dickerson's like a, I don't know, I play with him a lot. But he, okay. he, no, he eats. Doesn't. I'm saying it's, I'm not like in. But. Chris says, uh, I have never seen this guy in my life. No, I'm saying right he here. like comes to Roanoke tournaments, which is like an hour okay, away. Right, so at right. tournaments, I see, like he's the pro outside of y'all that I would see okay. a lot. But I, what I was bringing up was we have a similar diet and that he eats chicken tenders and pizza, right? Okay. Probably. I think yeah, that's it. Yeah. Pretty much yeah. it. Yeah. Chicken. Okay. Chicken and so like. What am I gonna oh, like? Oh, you don't someone, have. You don't I ain't really got this have weird, obscure thing. Like for me, the weirdest thing is probably like unless Lizzie can think of something. Yeah. Wait, so you only have like five things you eat? Hundred like like five foods. Yeah. You can't eat grapes? grapes. I like the grapes. Sub. The sub. Oh. Okay, I haven't had this Ooh. in a while. I used to be a manager for three years, so All right. let me hear. <laughs> <laughs> this is, you, you will not have heard. I, I I fell in love with this when I was a kid. Oh, Everyone else is gonna be grossed out. It's just a foot long. Okay. Well, as a kid, it was a six inch, but now it's foot long. <laughs> American cheese, mayonnaise, mustard. That's it. That's it. I'm That's... too embarrassed to order it anymore because I can feel the judgment. But I mean, it's a veggie. You're getting a veggie with no veggies. That's how you ring it up. That was. You don't, I... even, get, you don't even get double cheese. I didn't ask for it. I don't know. Do you get toasted? It. So it's like a grilled yeah, cheese? Uh, sometimes. So basically, it's oh. a grilled cheese oh with mayonnaise and mustard. Why don't you get? You know what you should have done? Do you like marinara? You okay. should you should have gone a pizza sub. Mm. You get cheese. You ask him to put the cheese down first. Then you go over to the meatballs and you just get the marinara out and you put it on top of the cheese and you put it in the toaster for double time. How's it gonna add mustard and to yeah. that? I don't know why you're adding mustard. <laughs> cheese, mayonnaise, and mustard. I hate mayonnaise and I hate mustard. Or cheese. Like I cannot stand what them by themselves. Ho- what do you eat on hot dogs? Ketchup. Well, I can't eat hot dogs. First off, kills me. Uh, <laughs> 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 and that's why I also I can't have. I used to love the pizza sub at Subway. Mm-hmm. Can't do it because their marinara sauce has meatballs in it. 
So it's impossible to have it without cross-contamination. Oh, makes sense. You can't have the marinara. I can't have the marinara. So mm. now my Subway order is chicken, cheese, barbecue. What kind of chicken? The cut-up one. Grilled. With nothing on it. No, I put, I put honey gotta, mustard and barbecue. You got it. You got to get the chicken breast. The cut-up one. I like the full one. Cut-up one. I'm telling you right now. Sometimes you'll bite into it. Would not it. eat it. Yeah. There's a, there's a few times I bite into it. Yeah. The cut-up ones, yeah. cut ones, they... There's a few oh. times I bite into it. <laughs> I can't eat it. Like chicken teriyaki? We just went to Subway and you ordered the cut-up one. No, I didn't. Turkey. Yes, he would never. I got turkey. Oh, you, you got turkey. turkey. I got the cut-up one. You got the cut-up one. Okay. No. You should have warned me there. You were standing right behind me while I was ordering. No, I was going to do your thing. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's a good one. I was going to say Swedish fish. Orange juice and... No, no. People love Swedish fish. Some people some people hate it. No, 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 no. Um, Man, I can't think of Now that of I think anything. about it, I do have more weird ones. I've got one. Keep going, keep going. I'm still trying okay. to Trevor, wait, get Trevor. Trevor, yeah, 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 sorry, I didn't know you were ready. You got a, you got right. a food that yeah. you like that no one else does? Well, pineapple on pizza. <laughs> that I one's feel, not that polar. I feel like it's not super controversial. I mean, I might No, just... it is. Oh, oh. oh it is. Okay. okay. Got the turn my mic down here. Listen, here's the thing. Let me, like. You're the guy. Let me. Hold on. No, 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 no. I know you already. You're the guy at the party where everyone's ordering pizza for the group. Okay? Yeah. And you go in because you know the dude that's ordering. You're like, bro, give me a pineapple one. No. You're the only one that's going to eat it. I'm a team and player. I'll I'll make sure I survey the room. Like, am I the, <laughs> oh, yeah. like, am I the only one who's going to eat this? If, I, if <laughs> I'm in a group of people and we order four pizzas and one of them is pineapple, I'm punching you in the face. <laughs> All right? But what if, like, everybody else in the group is going to eat that no, pizza? No, because here's the thing. The pineapple people go, I want some cheese. I want some pepperoni. And the pepperoni pe- pepperoni cheese guy, I'm not going into pineapple. <laughs> He's so got I a point there. Less, I have way less slices. He's got a valid point. It's true. I, mean, I do like pineapple on, on pizza, though. But I never order it. But, like, if it's in front you of me, You need to stand up for yourself. No, like, if it's in front of me, I'll You're eat it. You're probably also a veggie guy, too. That just... All the veggies on it. And I now mean, I'm over here picking out all the veggies because <laughs> I want cheese. Is that you? No. Okay. Took you a while. <laughs> took you a while to answer that. Well, okay, it looks like we're never ordering pizza when we move to our new office space. Well, you can only have cheese, so you get your own. Yeah, boom. Yeah, yeah let's go. Yeah. Cheese. Okay, me and Brody are splitting a large from uh, Upper Crust. From Benny's. Benny's. Okay, not a large from Benny's. They got like a 30-inch slice over there. Yeah, we got a couple super chats. All right, Paul's getting the, all the time Please. in the world to James, come up with I, I literally we'll give you a couple I can't of think of anything. James Raber says, sorry for the late message, but I had a question regarding long tea pads. Would longer pin spots be a good sub for long... T boxes. I think it's just some courses you can't push the tea ba- you can't push the basket back further. You can't move either. Yeah, you can't move They're either. Some, some you just can't do. Uh, but thank you for the five dollars. Crank S says Paul said makes sense. Me. Limbo. I feel that gasoline scent though. And limbo. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's not imbo. Oh, laughing my butt off. Laughing my butt off. I feel that gasoline scent though. I feel that pickiness, Hunter. Someone gets me. Actually, okay. probably a lot of people get Crank six. Oh, you know what? Oh, you got one? Here we go. Oh, yeah. Yes. You know what I really like is I like that squeaky cheese. Squeaky cheese? <laughs> I like that what squeaky, is squeaky cheese. cheese. What? Poutine from Canada. Well, in Finland, uh, I don't know squeaky. if it was called the same whoa, thing. Whoa. It's, 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 like cheese curds. I don't know if it was called the no, same no, thing. Not no, cheese, it's not. Cheese curds are legit. But, I thought cheese but, curds were a part of it. But yeah, I don't, no, I don't no, remember. Cheese curds is a different. It's cheese curds and gravy. I don't it's remember poutine. the name yeah, of it. Yeah, it's cheese curds and gravy. It's poutine cheese curds. Yeah, and then you put that. You put that gravy on it. Yeah. Because you were telling me the whole you story, and then they, you brought up the. T- I know, but I feel like cheese curds. I've had maybe I've had deep fried cheese curds, and it takes out the squeakiness. Yeah, but 
Maybe. <laughs> I'm not thrilled. That's a Ben. That's an Askren. Okay, question. everyone's saying it is cheese curd. So, yeah, in, not good. In Finland, they had this cheese. I don't know what it's called. I forget the name of it. But you grill it on the grill, and then you eat it like that, and it's squeaky. It's just, it's got no breading. It's got nothing. It's just a For people that don't cheese. know what squeaky means, he's oh, basically talking about. Grind your teeth right now. You, yeah, you know. <laughs> Just put it in your mouth and eat it, and it's it's like a, a little mouse. Just a little mouse is just caught. It's like it's like little fingers on a chalkboard as you're like eating it. Oh, <laughs> no. How would you? Yeah. How would anyone like that? No. Th- All right. Paul, my win. Paul, my win. Saying that's like it. It tastes good. No. Yeah. Black licorice. If someone forced me to eat it, oh, okay. I would not. I could not. Pineapple eat it. on a pizza. Live with. I could something in my mouth that squeaks. No, no. I don't no, know yeah. if I could do that. That's a whole separate issue. I'm out. <laughs> it might not even be the taste. You don't want to get that checked out. <laughs> All right. Can we Wait, think... They literally serve plates of it. Can oh, we think now? Plates of it. Can we think now of something that a lot of people like that we do not? I got lots of them. I've seen, yeah, well, well you eat like three things. Keep the last coming. Not what you can't <laughs> eat. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't like. He's still oh. picky before don't like that. Fish? Don't let the allergy thing fit. I don't like fish either. I don't like. It is. It was my nickname. I don't like fish either. I only like sushi. I don't like sushi. Oh, sushi's the worst. How? Sushi's the worst. I've what? never tried it. Wait, what? Okay. Yeah, right. here's, here's, here's the issue with some of me. Some of me. Okay. Uh, there's some things I can't taste. Like I, I refuse to put in my mouth because the thought of raw fish. I you could can probably, I could probably go sushi. It's wrapped, wrapped in rice. I know that. I like rice. You can get, get cooked Phil- sushi. Get a Philadelphia roll. It's got cream cheese in it. And you mm, can't taste wow. anything. I could probably do something like that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. just like when I think sushi, I think you're thinking of sashimi. Yeah. Don't get. I can't. You're thinking of like the raw fish on top. Some raw fish is more mild though too. Like tuna. Yeah. Like tuna fish, I can go hard yeah. in the paint on tuna fish yeah. sandwich. All right, that's another thing. Especially if you like keep it in your that's like knapsack a little bit, <laughs> so the bread starts getting well, soggy. So, oh, so it's like, like, oh, it's like so nope. soft. It's just, you. <laughs> it's just you. So the, there is another. You go for it. The, you know what I'm talking about? The Japan Open. When I went there, at that's the opening gross. ceremonies, they had a huge tuna like the size of this table, and like the ritual was you got a spoon, you walked up and just took a piece of it and you ate it. I might be sick. They literally just took it they, with a spoon. It's skinned. It's, yeah, the well, you got, they, got, they got this little mm-hmm. hole cut. And they Is just the face still on it? Oh, yeah. With the eyeballs. Probably, yeah, probably. I didn't so, do it, but... tuna is another thing. Like, just isn't that where Corona right started? <laughs> oh, yeah. that was a bat. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just saying, a bunch of people with spoons just going in and eating after probably. each other. I think that's, that was a bat. That's, well, yeah. Someone had bat soup. That's right. uh, um, Christian Hintz Zimmel says, Got my Hades last week. Super fun. Glad you guys are with Foundation. I wish I wish nothing but the best. Do we still Appreciate have it. Do we still have Hades on the site? I feel like uh, they yeah, sold I out. Think, no, I think uh, there was like well, there's a, uh, maybe a green. They might there be was gone a couple a couple greens when we finished. Yeah. I can tell today. you they're gone. And then I hate to tell you they're gone. Okay. And they're then Samuel up. Doyle says sounds like a Fear Factor style video is on <laughs> the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. I'm against Foundation it. Fear Factor. I will throw up. I will tweet get, Joe Rogan and he will not respond. <laughs> but I will tweet him to see if he wants to come on and uh, and host so, it. Tuna is another thing Wait. that I, I've never tried, but I can't get over the look. Have you ever tried tuna fish? In a can. I mean, it's a little no, unsettling. I look oh. at it. Spam or tuna fish? Which one do you have to eat? You have to eat one. I would die. If that's all. Is it no, we can have tuna. Without dying. Like, dying is not an issue. No, it wouldn't kill me. <laughs> that's the choice. The choice would kill you? You have I a heart attack? <laughs> No, like I wouldn't choose either. I couldn't make myself eat either. Oh, so you just you just sit there and say I'm dying. Yeah, just sit there. Like if you said you can't leave what? this room, like, I would sit in the room forever. I don't know. I think tuna fish is pretty legit. I star star kissed or whatever it is. That's chicken of the sea. Yeah. <laughs> chicken, chicken salad. salad. 
Another one. Another one that just looks so gross that I refuse to eat it. Oh, chicken salad's good. With oh, I love good chicken, chicken salad, salad. With, little, with little grape in there, little sliced Ooh. up grapes. Sure, I'm sure it tastes good. Can't do it. What about cotton? Has anyone had cotton candy grapes yet? Oh, those oh, are amazing. Those, those are crazy. Yeah. So I don't bad. like them. I don't like them. What's wrong? So I don't like them. It's I don't like weird. Them. So What's bad. wrong with them? It shouldn't. What it shouldn't mean? be. Yeah. It shouldn't taste like that. A grape should not taste like that. Yeah, it's an odd. It's an like, odd sensation. I'm either gonna go with the uh, green ones where it's like it kind of burns your cheeks a little bit. Yeah. Okay, but it tastes good. Or I'm going with the grapes. Yeah. Or I'm going with like that deep, that deep red. Grape. So, I like all grapes. Like the purple. So, the but deep the cotton purple. candy are like a next level good. No, so no, no. frozen grapes. What are your thoughts? Um, I've never been a fan of people freezing stuff uh, that shouldn't be frozen. Yeah. Why freeze, should grapes not be grapes. frozen? Freeze some grapes. You'll, no, but like people are like, oh, dude, frozen Snickers, so good. No, no, no. Like freeze some grapes and you'll be like, I don't ever want ice cream again. I'm just gonna have frozen grapes. Okay, I wouldn't go that far. Suit yourself. Uh, yeah. Not a chance. I go that just far. Yeah. Try it. Black, I wanna, black grapes. I want some. Who, well, what? the dark ones are called black grapes. Yeah, they're oh, black grapes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've been the only one saying stuff that. Because you're clearly the pickiest. Oh, I'm yeah. by far the pickiest, but I want to hear some other opinions. What is well, some, something else that a lot of picky. people like y'all don't like? What don't, what? Uh, Another one for me, salads. I feel like Brussels sprouts <laughs> might be up there. Yeah. Oh, I like I Brussels sprouts. Yeah, there's a lot of people, Brussels like, if you, if you cook yeah. Brussels sprouts good, a lot of people like them. I can't, they, can't The texture is pretty smell. weird, but yeah. That's another thing I've never Hannah tasted. Really if they're seasoned correctly. Oh, I win. Spicy. Boom. Well, that's, I can't, I don't like. We had freaking I can't, salsa. You can't tolerate like the, it. The salsa you put at a table. I literally will never trust you again, my entire Wait, life. You, the, the salsa, <laughs> y'all. Okay. I will never trust you again. The grip lock, the OG grip lock watchers know my history with salt with uh, spicy food, and it's not good. I'm the like, I can't take spicy. But it was the salsa you put at the table with chips. He goes, "Is it spicy?" I say, "Heck no." He takes one bite and freaks out because it's spicy. Like okay, no first off, yeah, no, no water, water on the table. Okay, you gotta look at the situation. You don't man. need water. It's there's Lock usually a little Lock kick to those salsa. sauces. It was, it was pretty spicy. It was, it was spicy. It was pretty spicy. You put on your chips. I, I don't. I'm a dip. Around. I'm a dipper. Like put it in there. I'm not a scooper. Yeah. I'm a dipper. Yeah. I'm a dipper too. Right. I don't scoop. I can't do chunky salsa. Another one. We can what? keep it on the list. Every every food top is gonna bring in a new one. Yoda just said, "I don't like coffee." Wow, Yoda. Thanks for the $20. I well, also don't like coffee. I kind of said coffee. that today. Like, I don't like coffee, but if it has the right creamer, I can. If it's a white girl drink, that's well, because, like, the that's creamer. At that point, it's not really coffee. But <laughs> the creamer just knocks out the coffee, right? Yeah. Ba you're basically, yeah. at that point, you're just Paul's drinking, like, like a can, highly caffeinated milk. Turn it to light <laughs> yeah. tan, then I'll drink it. Oh, I'm, I, I'll drink any coffee black. I love that's coffee. That's pretty hardcore. It's supposed yeah. to help really good with your digestive, digestive system. <laughs> I can speak for a fact, especially if you ain't got it for a few days. All right, all right. Joseph says, I hate pickles. <laughs> hate pickles. I, I agree. Pickle I like pickles. pickles. I'll stand up for pickles. <laughs> it really, it really, wait, isn't a pickle a cucumber? Yeah, it's yeah. like vinegar. You yeah, want to hear vinegar. something disgusting? Ultimate Frisbee players would drink pickle juice. Yeah, for cramps. Cramps. For, yeah. It's really good hydration. So do, so do pregnant women. We so like, I, tried, I tried my first time because like, dude, pickle juice will help you. That's too much. I like. You I, know? I went for a sip, and I literally, as soon as I brought it close, I didn't even sip it. Just the mm. smell of it to my nose yeah. made me start. I heard you guys doing that with mustard. There's, there's yeah. a mustard. Yeah, like soccer players take we a would, bottle of yellow mustard. We and would, just we down would it. keep mustard packets on the bench for basketball games That's for when you got cramps, you would just squirt one in your mouth. So no. Uh, in California, I don't know if this is everywhere else, but the ice cream truck had. Cups and shots of pickle juice, frozen nope. pickle juice. Ew. No, that's not a thing. Yep. Not ice cream truck. Yep. 
That's like going into one of those places and be like, hey, who wants a wheatgrass shot? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what, I'm a goat? All right, we got a couple, uh, a couple more. Jonathan Potter says, hey, Brody, with your connection with Dude Perfect, would you consider doing a trick shot video with you, Paul, Simon, and them? I think it would be a great way to promote disc golf with their platform. I have been talking to some of them, uh, trying to get them on disc golf. We probably at some point maybe will be doing a disc golf video with them. Not sure about a trick shot video. I like how certain that was. We'll probably maybe at some point be. <laughs> you, you just throw it out there. Yeah. Panda Stud says black coffee is the way to go. $25 goes straight through my system. I added that though. <laughs> it does. And once you drink it a lot, you build an immunity. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay, yeah. they're just rolling in. Nicholas McLean. Not sure what y'all do. Y'all. Not sure what y'all were doing in Wisconsin not too long ago. I got bit by a tick. But Michigan. would love to see a foundation video of some course hopping in my area in southern Wisconsin to see your opinions. We might have to do a foundation tour. My wife would love that. I literally just said it. <laughs> I literally just said it. We've never talked about it, but in the wintertime, it could be dope. Like, just like a small one. Just I'm not hit, talking about like a, We could just hit like yeah, all yeah, 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 the yeah. Florida courses yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, in the middle of winter. Yeah, just like just kinda yeah, hit the most. <laughs> I've played the most southern course in the United States. It's terrible. Oh, you did, yeah. Yeah, but we can go the there. Uh, it's on an Air Force base, right? Yeah, it's on an Air Force. I mean, it's, it, was, it's, 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 it is what it is, yeah. but it's not anything to, you I'm know, down. fly Wait, well, down there and play. But. Oh, you're saying in the in the 48, because Hawaii's more south. Yeah, right? yeah, in the in the continental. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Let's I mean, go to I, Hawaii this offseason. Foundation yeah. tour in Hawaii. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean that, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go for it. They buy a ticket uh, now. Did yeah, everyone give their answer of the the thing you Brussels sprouts. I don't think you guys said anything. You yeah. said we like Brussels sprouts. Yeah. What, what, do you, what don't you like that a lot of people do like? Uh, I'm just not picky. Like, you want to borrow from my list? You'll literally eat anything. You'll, like, eat, you'll okay. eat a chicken's foot. One thing that like I grew up disliking <laughs> and like I tolerate now but still I'm not a huge fan Oh, boiled fan peanuts. Of. I'm just getting that out there. Oh. <laughs> boiled hard. peanuts. I've never had them. I, I've never stopped once for <laughs> any of you people <laughs> selling boiled peanuts on the side of the road. Never once even thought about stopping. <laughs> I would say like tomatoes. That'd be like mine. Like I'll eat them. Like, like if they're eating, in like something like on a okay. sandwich. Like people like will take cherry tomatoes and just pop them in. Like no. <laughs> those people are weird. That's not it for me. <laughs> those are weird people. I mean, you gotta dip it in ranch. What about ketchup? I'm, oh, there it is. Actually, ranch. I don't like ranch dressing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get a lot of enemies today with the whole pineapple thing first. Yeah, like I think there was a lot of people on here that was excited about him going on the Discord and chatting. Yeah, they just... Instantly, everyone just leaving. I realize... like ranch. Ranch. What about it? I don't want to say I don't like it. I'm just like... I feel like there's a lot of people that are like so into ranch that it ruins it for everybody else that they're like drowning their food and salad. Like I used to like... In school, like kids would get like the chef's salad and like make it swim in ranch dressing. (laughs) And they'd practically be drinking it. And at yeah. that point, I was like, I don't ever want to be a part of that. Well, I can't wait until you order pineapple pizza and I just drizzle ranch all over it. Okay, someone <laughs> all over Hold it. Hold up. Someone just put a bunch of throw-up emojis for ranch on pizza. That is the way to That's eat That's what pizza. I just said. No, Nick, it was before you had said Oh, Nick Taylor says, come play the great courses in the Cincinnati area. Thanks well, for the $4.99, Idlewild, Nick. Idlewild, yeah. There's that's some sick uh, escape rooms in the Cincinnati area, too. Dude, don't sleep on escape rooms. Oh, we don't. Yeah. Love we go hard. I think yeah. we hit all of them now. Yeah. yeah, we go we hard. Might, we might have to do like a Patreon live escape room. 
That could be dirty. You can't film in there. You can't them, film in there. Right. Good start. There's, there's like ways around that. You can, <laughs> you can chalance a little bit behind the scenes. Yeah. Well, the best escape just room. Drop a little, just drop a little Benjamin. Just slide <laughs> a little Benjamin on there. My favorite escape room ever was in Cincinnati area. It was that spy one we did. We had 45 minutes. How many, fog how many escape rooms do you think you've done? I don't know. I've done a fog. That yeah. many? With the oh, whole lot. Where the you had the sniper rifle. It was an assassination plot. You had to stop the guy. You were in his lair. Awesome. Oh, and we didn't get out. We didn't get out. They, gave, they gave the code at the, beginning. at the beginning. It was the first thing you used, and you had to reuse it. It was very. That was, part was dumb. Yeah. But the like special effects of it was amazing. Yeah. Do you think there's a job title out there like escape room connoisseur, like someone that escape like rheumologist. I mean, I might what? have that escape rheumologist. What is that? I don't know. You made oh. up. <laughs> like there has to be someone that like is it's good at setting those up. No, oh, like, setting, setting them up. Yeah. Well, I know. Some of them you have to have engineers and stuff yeah, set them up and all that stuff to yeah. do all like that. Like that's a real job title. I don't know if it's. I think it's more like you do it on the side. Yeah, like a freelance. Like I'm yeah. a I'm an engineer by day and escape. But like, how do you know night. you're good at that? Like, do you think I you'd mean, be good they're, at it? They're think. Hmm. I mean, possibly thinking of all the stuff. I don't know if I could do the coat, the locks, and I'd stuff be a like good that, tester. And the magnetics. And like stuff. I can tell you what's wrong with your room, but I can't tell you how to get it to what's right. Should I Dark Horse set up a room for Hunter? Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Should uh, we do that as a challenge? You can set up the better escape room. I mean, this place looks perfect right yeah, here. Yeah, this would be a perfect place for we escape room. We already got the like terrorist negotiations <laughs> set up here. <laughs> that, that could be fun. What's my budget? Can I have like a two thousand dollar budget? Whoa. I mean, if we all do it, sure. Yeah. So we're getting six thousand, eight thousand dollar budget. I'll charge forty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're bringing in outside people. Well, forty, forty. I mean, might as well just <laughs> might as well just open up our own escape room. I have had the I'm not gonna say my business idea. Never mind. Someone will take it. Don't it's do it. Don't do it. I freaking McDonald's stole stole my McGriddle. No I way. Came, yes. No. What? Yes. No. I came up with that two years prior. And then I said, randomly came the up McGriddle. With it. Yes. I said, how sick would it be if I could just wake up, take a pancake, and have syrup inside of it, and just like throw it in a microwave, and then 30 seconds later cut into it and be done. Boom, just eat, boom. So you told this to a McDonald's yeah, employee? No, I told it to a couple people that I'm not friends with anymore. <laughs> because of this? <laughs> can't trust them. I mean, thank you, though. I do I can't love trust the griddles. Them. Yes, it's delicious. <laughs> I appreciate that. I know. <laughs> not a chance. No, but I'm not saying my business idea because I, it's legit something I think I'll do someday. And it, it, it'll work into foundation. Do you have it written down? Yes. Okay. Where? Then it can be stolen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tell me immediately. No, I'll tell y'all after this. Maybe maybe I'll tell... No, I won't even tell the patrons. I'm sorry, You guys. won't tell um, it in the follow-up? I don't think I can. I can't... Not that I can't trust you. Why don't you do, it's like... so good. Do it in, in scripted. Like, say every I'm other confident. word. Like, I... Idea... <laughs> to... All right, I'll write it out. Yeah, and just, like, cut out every other I'll word. I'll cut out every other word. I yeah. can do that. And then maybe next week you do the other every other word next week. But then so it's then people, fully revealed. No, but people would have to go back. It's like it's like an escape room. But you if have you want to go back and build the message, if you wanted to do it and take my idea, then you'd, it'd be you'd very difficult. It'd be very difficult. They'd be worth if they put that much time into it. They should take your idea. Not no. <laughs> well, then you're yeah you're. All right, I think, hard uh, yeah, we're getting wrapping up here. I think that was a uh, about wait. Y'all gave your answers right? I don't think you did. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Boiled peanuts. So it went, it went down. Uh, yeah, I think I think yeah, 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 yeah. this was ranch. This was ranch. I think right. I think at this point, um, we're basically if you guys haven't already, check out the Patreon, uh, because we're about to go over to the follow up, which is basically us hanging out, uh, and we have actually a pretty cool thing happening. Do we want to like tease it a little bit or no? 
We're not teasing it. No. We're not teasing it. Yeah, I'm bad at teasing. Uh, we have a fun <laughs> thing happening at the beginning of it, and then we're going to open it up to a Q&A to all the patrons. So if you are a Foundation Nation member, you have access to the follow-up. If you're a concrete or marble tier patron, you actually have access in the Discord to come on air and ask a question. Um, and we're, te we're testing that out for the first time tonight. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. It should be fun. should work. I actually have like live questions yeah. from people. We so, got one more super chat to wrap this up. Scott Bates says, how will Brody place in his next tournament and what will his, what is, what? What will be your next This is the line, this is the line. What will it, oh no, this is you. <laughs> this is you not writing a sentence. What will is your, okay, what is your next tournament? That's what I'm saying. What will be your next tournament? I know, but I was actually trying to read word of word. Yeah, yeah. I can't answer that, so I'll so, let you guys know. Well, you, you can answer what your next tournament is. You oh, my next it. tournament is the uh, the DDO. DDDDO. Um, so what is he placing in the DDO? Wrap it up. How many players are there? Yeah, how many players? Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just, how many players the are there? disrespect. Uh, I think there's 100. I'm going Top with solid 25. That's what I was about to say. Top 25th. 25. No, 25th on the dot. 27th. Do we want to go what he averages? So we're all in the 20th. 25th, 20th. and he's averaging 995. No, easily over 1,000. Mm, I would say like 990. Because I think top 25 okay. is going to be cashing. You went 27, 990? So Trevor believes in you the least here. Wait. That's fine. You guys just said he's going to be I mean, it wasn't top. that much <laughs> he's place. He's going to be cashing, but you're saying he's going to be uh, shooting sub oh, I, see your, I, see, <laughs> I see my dilemma here. Okay, okay, 10, 10. 25th, 10, 10. That's about right. Okay. I went up 15 points. Okay. 995 to 10. I went up a stroke. 15 points average. Yeah, I went a stroke around better. Two. You went up like two and a half, three strokes. All right, we're going to continue this conversation in the follow-up. Again, if you're not a member yet of the Patreon, uh, you want to probably go check that out because you will not have access. You will not see these pretty faces until next. Well, you're not going to see me or Paul. No. Yeah. You'll see these two guys. Uh, but yeah, we're going to continue the conversation in the follow-up, uh, if you are a Foundation Nation or higher tier, check out your Patreon. We'll post the link in there. And then also, if you want, we'll post in the Discord for our patrons as well. Do we have like a snappy... Do we have a snappy outro? No, we do not yet. It's not I, think, I feel like we should come up with a song. We, you had the patron <laughs> song for the follow-up. I forgot oh. the clip to bring it back. Do I, do I, need, a, do I need a Patreon song you do need for a the follow-up? That ends the grip locked. Hope you had a great time. Headed over to follow up with our patrons. If you're not one, it's a shame. You get no access to Discord or all of this fame. Okay. Put it together. Don't be well, lame. <laughs> all right. Cue the old branded. I'm not insane. <laughs>